Hi all, among the most interesting aspects of part one of the previous series to the India-Australia series that that we did at Cricket Unplugged that featured Abhinav and the and Majnath as the as the guests was the bafflement in selections when it comes to all the formats and the very trend of picking uh, uh, performers in the IPL in the national side uh, hasn't exactly happened this time around with likes the uh, likes of Surakumar Yadav, Ishan Kishan and Kunal Pandya to name a few who haven't made it to a T20 squad for the series. So moving on from that topic into part two of our preview series, we have Manjanath, myself and Abhinav discuss the selections that are made in the one day and test team and certain places look very scratchy from the word go and especially India's middle order and with the with the fact that Hardik Pandya is going to be mainly a bat going to feature mainly as a batsman we look at even that aspect as to should Jadeja play in the team the team combinations and uh, and of course the two most important topics as we head into this series starting tomorrow is the fact that uh, Virat Kohli leads an Indian team which has gone to Australia, which will be going to Australia first time after winning a test series in in Australia. So the pressure that would have on the players to perform was discussed and the fact where uh, can we see new champions emerge out of adversity and the adversity I am talking about is the fact that Virat Kohli will not be part of the Border Gavaskar series after the first test owing to the paternity leave which he took. Speaking of paternity leaves and the reactions that has got, not many ex and former cricketers have come out in, in open or I personally feel they could, more players from, from the cricket fraternity could have come out and express their opinion on this topic. Nevertheless, Virat Kohli and Anushka Sarma, we, we at Cricket Unplugged would wish them well and hope everything goes well on the personal front. And we uh, and also Indian fans in particular would be eagerly looking forward to see how the void left by Virat Kohli would be filled up. Would we see the re-emergence of Ajinkya Rane the test match batsman or would we see stars in the stars being made and created in, uh, with this Shubman Gill in the test match format and we also discuss possible bowling options who could su support Mohamed Shami and, and uh, Jaspreet Bumbra from the squad which has been selected. Thank you. He's seen the different sides of the same coin. Exactly. I mean, he's. Uh, I mean, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, it, uh, uh, for such a good team that India, we are. Uh, I think the current management disposition rewards mediocrity uh, instead of specialization. 
Yeah, perfect. Then here is a something which has baffled me in the past as well that you are you are only yardstick for selection into the T20 team at least, if not one day or actually both the formats. Off late has been your performances in the IPL. So what is really baffling is that's absolutely not happened, as you perfectly said, Arvino, in this in this series. If if you look at this particular squad, apart from a uh, Natarajan, there is no one who has been rewarded for a good IPL 2020. So we need to understand the circumstances this particular IPL was played played as well. So to put in case few names. The obvious one, of course, is Surugumar, Yadav, Akshar Patel, and I, I agree with you that Jadeja doesn't deserve to be anywhere near the Indian T20 side. One day I sort of see him as a good, good option because he, he's generally controls the innings in the he, meaning he, in the in the middle of the over. So I see some value there. So. In one day cricket, the best role I see for him is maybe batting at number six. Maybe as a number six batsman, who can give them a few overs? And mm. then both and Chahal to play together and have two pacers. With Hardik coming in as at number seven, and uh, if he's fit enough, giving giving you another option uh, as one of the faster bowlers. Yeah, I think that's the only. I can see a Jadeja in that in a one-day team. That is yeah. only way, in my opinion. And here's the thing: I mean, uh, we are talking about medio- uh, rewarding of mediocrity. I think uh, nothing example exemplifies this more than Shardul Thakur still managing to find a spot in the one-day team. I mean, uh, I mean, he's done. I mean, I like Look, I mean, uh, it's good that he uh, he must have been he must have done something right to that he got an India debut. I think in 2016 or 17, uh, when he did, and uh, that he must yes. be doing something just about okay to. Uh, I mean, he would have. He's definitely a good one, a domestic performer. I think he's. So one uh, one disadvantage of uh, like him is he seems to believe a lot in the process, like too much. So there are some games <laughs> where he's just popping up back of the length deliveries and keeping on getting smacked <laughs> to the leg side boundary. So something is has to be yeah you are right that manju sir his basic role unfortunately it, to me i mean i'll probably it will probably yeah. basically to concede 90 runs in 9 or 10 overs maybe take a consolation yeah. victory and right. uh, <laughs> and uh, maybe i mean on the pretext that he'll give you some batting at number 8 he'll still manage to get a spot in a one day which is shocking right I mean, here's the thing. If your top seven have not been able to get you runs, do not expect your number eight to score any to score in a four hundred. So, or uh, one way to you know, if if you want to get make a way around this, then it's better to you know take a longer tail and control the game by taking wickets and have a good bowlers rather than you know you want some batting from here from there like that will seldom save you the game very rarely. Not in New Zealand, which are blessed with. Quality bits and pieces players. Yeah. It's not a New Zealand mm. that has an abundance of those bits and pieces players who will just uh, plug in any who uh, like 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 their just like uh, I mean like Colin De Grandom or Mitch Santner or Jimmy Nisham these guys or in the past Chris Harris 
rod lathon type mm-hmm. i mean these guys were more bit like difficult they would be able to fill those slots perfectly and be able to do the job unfortunately india has not built to carry a bit carry too many big in your setup we have not mm-hmm. built up as that can accommodate too many of these bits and pieces players and if you look at our 2011 winning side also we had a couple of top order batsmen who could substitute for the fifth bowler and bowl spin so similarly look for seamer yeah so now that hardik has had the surgery we cannot expect him to bowl so we have to look for other options hmm no i think for from selection perspective this i think is a your the for change i think india is expected to do exceedingly well when you are traveling to country like australia and yeah. you do probably everything in your power to make it make the result go against you like uh, abhinav said earlier there is no role defined for most of the players in this squad so as i said apart from natrajan in this ipl they haven't picked anyone in form you have shreyas ayer in the middle order you have manish pandey shreyas ayer had two good games he captain pretty well for a youngster yeah. captain yeah. franchise yeah. took them to the final manish pandey then he scored the quietest pandey yeah Shreyas Iyer scored the quietest 500 aggregate this IPL, like maybe behind KL. So, like we didn't know till the final that he scored 500. Right. But I going back actually to the point where uh, Abhinav was saying that they have picked Samson. Now I am yeah. of the opinion that now if you are not looking at Subpath as your uh, limited overs. keeper in the near future for fitness or technique skill whatever be the reason which no one no one might know because this management is pretty bizarre when it comes to most of their uh, uh, antics if you had if i had to use the word so if you are going to pick a samson my personal opinion is he is the backup to uh, of course the backup keeper but the backup to somebody like manish manish pande and i am personally not a i am extremely i feel for surikumar yadav he should played for india two years back actually not now right I, manish pande doesn't deserve to play for india he is a walking wicket actually australia will take to be frank australia will take this this middle order of india any any time says i as i said he's got you as you pointed out he got 500 but he'd never imposed himself on the opposition manish pandey had one or two good good games and hardik pandya only as a batsman i'm not sure i i don't think he's suitable to be in the one day team at least only through his batting capability so there are a lot of un- unanswered questions here. disagree with you partly on the hardik pandya question i think he's Uh, much needed in the one day setup because unfortunately he is the only bona fide six ball one six hitter in this setup mm. he right. is 
somebody who's ahead of him in the wicket keepers pecking order as well in, in the white ball india white ball setup in that sishan kishan yes yes and he had had a great great ipl as well <laughs> india is a main white white ball wicket keeper he is the starting wicket keeper for india in white ball in all their 50 over games and i and think the last, and uh, it's this last test series in that test series they had ks bharat lift the trophy he was the youngest guy yes. in the squad yes. so what is their plan for the wicket keeper that's what we have to see like yeah. what are they think when they are thinking about our wicket keeper because here's the thing i think uh, and uh, also uh, especially when we think of the odi team and why uh, and just how sanju samson has made it to the odi team as a keeping back as a backup keeper especially is backing because his if you see his list a record it is frankly atrocious his only his first ever list a 100 came only last year which was a double 100 his first list a 100 came only last year his list a record makes for very poor reading and when we put it especially in uh, in comparison to an ishan kishan ishan kishan has a much better list a record and uh, is a much more versatile is a much more versatile batsman in in list a cricket i mean he can go out there open the innings and immediately set the tackle uh, for game in flash or come somewhere in the middle order and be able to give a good middle order finishing kick in the 50 over game and he and he apparently is also much better keep uh, uh, technically being also is a probably a better keeper uh, especially if uh, a lot of the commentators of domestic uh, watchers of domestic cricket are to be are to be believed He's a Ishan Kishan is a much better wicketkeeper. Yes. So I think it's still, I mean batting calls. Mm. I mean uh, at least with the testing, I think some some decent calls were made. I don't necessarily agree with the KL Rahul recall for testing to uh, testing right. because I think it's a uh, I mean uh, again uh, the old age old habit of our selectors is uh, of using. performances in one format of the game for selection in another <laughs> format has come in exactly. when you are using his ipl stat to pick him for a ball for a test series in australia it really does it really shows how frazzled the thought processes are and it also just shows uh, is a damning indict and is a bit of a unfortunate thing of how Rewarding our energy uh, of uh, how we are rewarding our limited overs. Yeah, I think to sum up the selection, because I mean, especially if you in test uh, for the test side, I mean, what wrong did a young Panchal or Abhimanyu Ishwaran do to not be selected, especially Priyank Panchal? Because I mean, he is uh, probably in the recent. Couple of 
at least last two three years he's probably been the most consistent opening batsman in Ranji Trophy cricket. He is also now uh, probably one of the first earnings on India's red ball setup, and he's been scoring for them at a very consistent rate as well. Why not? I mean, what sort of a message are we sending sending to somebody like him that if you're also not the clarity in policy is not there. Like uh, one tour, they are using IPL as a metric, and then they disregard domestic performances, and then the next tour again they say. the domestic is not up to the mark so we are selecting now b over a so that has to be clarified sir no i think to sum this up the three clear points which baffles all of us here is one is are you even considering ranji trophy and india performances yes. that you need to be clear to players because you are not it just it's not about one series here and there it's it it may irk fans but then if you get it right after one series i think they'll be calm so but it's not happening so you need to give that clear message to the players because it clearly seems from my young vantage at least where how are you look at it is it, it's one ipl to the next so whatever you do in between it it doesn't matter as much from a indian selection point of view it is only going to help you get a fatter paycheck for your uh, ipl franchise so that is one thing and second and more important which what we have spoken in detail actually is when when are you going to understand the importance of role role definition so classic example is Australian T T20 setup. They were number eight in 2018, and now if you look at the squad, there are seven or eight players who are selected only on the basis of a consistent big bash performances. You have Murdoch, Daniel, Sams, Philippe. So you have players like that apart from your regulars. Like even a Stoinis for matter, he has been extremely good. at the top top of the order for uh, melbourne stars so if you look at their st- strategy they have bisected it into uh, across formats uh, rather uh, just the the part on the australian t20 uh, that that was inaudible uh, the part about the t20 side was not audible so if yeah. you can if it's clear now you can just repeat yourself on that yeah so sure, so sure. so what i was saying is the clear case of india where they don't they need to be clear when will they understand the importance of role definition because australia's t20 uh, setup in the last two years they have moved from number 8 in the rankings to to number 2 now so they were not even considered as favorites to win the the upcoming world t20 now they are because after justin langer came in he identified that each format needs specialists and more importantly informed players so he they have rewarded big boy big bash stars and some to extent ipl as well ipl and big bash combination of that that was happening earlier from india's point of view i don't know what's what's wrong this ipl as we as you mentioned earlier 
there is no surakumar yadav no kunal pandya no akshar patel there is no in uh, no uh, ishan kishan as as abhinav was saying so the clearly there is no clarity there and the third thing which the selectors and the management are not getting is the fact that you have uh, oscillate team at its strongest now so last time india did win the series and i think the bowling was outstanding bumrah shami ishan sharma now we are d- doubtful about ishan's participation he may come and play but i am not sure how fit he is going to be how much of a force is going to be and you don't know about rohit sharma is he flying to australia if he is flying when when will he start playing so there are too many ifs and buts on some extremely critical players in the squad so what kind of message are you sending out like you have created history in 2018 and now you are going to this series almost by saying that that was a fluke or almost it gives me a impression that virat kohli and shastri have gone into their own ego stick shell or whatever you want to call it by saying we beat australia we can do it again I means that's yeah. good to have that kind of confidence i would yeah. term it arrogance actually because you have australia at the best as i said steve smith is back david warner is back manas labishan is scoring runs or double hundreds in his sleep in a sheffield sheet as we as you speak so you need to look at all these factors and without kohli in the middle order we are looking at a two or three day finish i think in a test series i hope it it won't go go that way but yeah it is about how you project so when when you are looking at the squads itself we can clearly see that india are on the back foot already before a ball is being bowled in so that is not what this series was calling for to be frank this was this is probably the biggest rivalry after the ashes if you ask me at least from a test match point of view one day as you can have many uh, any other other uh, contenders but test matches purely from a person like me who considers that as the hallmark or the pinnacle so i look at this on par with the ashes in terms of competitiveness the skill level the build up the hype the player battles matchups all those terms you can add more to that as well i don't see that in the series they have gone into that uh, that complacency by saying we did beat australia yes they didn't have steve smith and david wonder but we can do it but steve smith hit 774 runs against england in yeah. in england with the bowling lineup which had james anderson stuart broad jafar archer chris and chris wokes so clearly they have been prepared because even the test team in the three squad selected probably the test team would seems more settled than the thing but even there i don't know apart from bumrah and sami because we know that ashwin hasn't had a great uh, record overseas as a test match bowler so how much he is going to contribute and uh, second is who is going to be uh, the backup but in patches like he's a patchy right. uh, let us see and then who is going to be a backup for bumrah and sami because you can't have 
it has been proven time in and time out that you can't depend on two two bowlers to win you a series overseas forget australia so you had ishan sharma setting up the batsman with his swing and pace and then shami from one end and then bumra doing what it does best again uh, again like uh, ishan sharma i would say he was setting up the batsman and then he bowled the bouncers the yorkers the rosini so who is going to be a backup are you, are you going to be confident enough to uh, pick a mohammed siraj or navdeep saini complete unknown commodities who haven't played test match cricket at all straight away in australia so again to point what i made earlier is ranji trophy clearly is not looked as as a as it's just uh, any other any tournament type i don't think selectors are even bothered looking at this because you have person like uh, zalaj zalaj saxena who is surprisingly not yet uh, retired from the, the all forms of the game if you ask me he is not picked yet getting picked in any ipl team as well so i don't know why he is playing in cricket he has done everything possible of a cricketer batting fielding bowling you name it he has done everything you don't pick him what message are you sending it's really it's actually frustrating beyond uh, beyond limits because there is a lot of uh, adulation and respect which virat kohli commands i think he is slowly but steadily going to lose that if you are going to look at this series he has which i will get to that point where i uh, on the paternity leave so that later on this episode but to extend you can say that he didn't play much in this test series so however it ends up most likely it's going to be australia win so it's not going to be blamed on him but i don't know even if he was going to be part of the setup i don't think because virat kohli depends a lot on players doing we all, well 2 3 we have three people in our nucleus in the test side like who are, who don't get much of press but uh, they haven't been like playing since lockdown so we don't know how they will respond to this yes. you know long Pujara. break rahane pujara bihari are there also bihari may have played few domestic uh, outings but in lockdowns there has been no cricket as yet so mm. uh, i think we have to bank on them to somehow you know resist this australian attack and wear down the bowlers as they always do so Uh, like not not anyone is talking about them everyone is saying rohit is going to come in and you know have some magic it i don't think it works that way it is a make or break tour for rohit but uh, these three seasoned test campaigners we have to they have to come to the party if something has to happen like deepak he is sort of a player who probably with a with the sense of responsibility coming into him that he will be captaining the team for the final the three tests he may he'll probably step up step up to the plate he'll, he'll probably step up to the plate big time i think i i have one that india might be able to put australia under some real doubt he's not here for india though but they could potential like they can in which we know they can think they can easily draw the series Uh, uh, at the bare minimum. Hmm. Hmm. Even Bihar, 
uh, Vihari also barring a few like chinks for the incoming baller early in the innings he has a good range of shots and he can also uh, give a good rear guard and uh, bat with the tail so these skills will definitely you know they will be tested and they will come into the fore i hope they do so in and he's got the and he seems to have the test cricket i think uh, we need to just look back to how he up as i mean never having taken the t11 as a test test opener yeah Or very effortlessly probably the interest, interesting interesting uh, the uh, uh, steve pujara uh, we still haven't yeah. uh, talked about uh, steve pujara yeah, so for him only one thing is how much pressure would you guys feel would be on pujara because he's taking guard and he knows that last time i was there i uh, played 525 balls and i you know this i have worn them down so will it give him confidence or After lockdown, it will give him more pressure. Like, mm. I I don't think he's the sort of a guy who takes a lot of pressure. Probably, he definitely doesn't look that sort of a guy who takes a lot of pressure on onto himself. So I think he'll be able. I think he'll be his. Uh, for me personally, I think he'll be like uh, in a sense, uh, sense that self that he is. So he'll not approach it like. Uh, uh, like, like he's coming under some little bit of yeah. pressure. He'll be able to retain his uh, the poise that he has, and uh, and here's the thing: for India to do well in this series, I think uh, they could certainly do with a uh, with an encore from Pujara. They could certainly do with an encore. No, the only thing I pray when Pujara is batting is he shouldn't get run out, like uh, go for some suicidal <laughs> runs. Or you know, go to midwicket and run at non-existent two or something. Because I used to follow his county cricket, and I was really upset when he just gets run out all of a sudden against the run of play. So I think he should be mindful of that. You know, he's much much better off staying in his crease and you know wearing them down. Exactly. Nah, yeah. I think Pujara's uh, resolve and grit will be tested the most now. I think. So as hmm. as you said earlier. Manjul, like yeah, the fact that he bogged down Australia with the with the scintillating series last time is is one thing, and second is he ensured the likes of Kohli and Rahane to extend Vihari as well. They they could play freely, knowing that there is one guy standing for the other end. Now I don't think. I agree with Abhinav that I don't think he's kind of a batsman who is going to take this as a pressure. Like, yeah. okay, there's no Kohli, but how is he going to approach his batting is yeah. what I want to see. Like as you said, no cricket since lockdown, so you cannot simulate uh, playing uh, playing uh, against Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummins, Josh Josh Hazelwood, and Nathan Lyon. even in a practice game in uh, australia heading into a test series so it's complete different ball game altogether so how is he going to handle that is he going to change his game a little because he knows that after the first test he is the only in my opinion the only hope for india to keep australia longer in the park because uh, for what i am seeing of rane and vihari as well they need some cushion 
coming in before them. You can't have 10 uh, uh, scorecard reading 30 for 3 and expect Rahane and Vyari to bail you, especially from yes. last one year. So that is my concern from an Indian perspective is will Pujara... Yeah, don't forget the opening partnership importance also. Like if we have like 10 for 1, Pujara is again a virtual opener and like opener, uh, exactly. it will happen like uh, Sunny Bai. Like no matter what number you bat, the score is still 0. So <laughs> you have to avoid. If India has to. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean that's why I think Mayank Agarwal really needs to once again yeah. just carry the form that he had from he was having in the UAE, and he now needs to take it to a different level altogether. Now I think it's critical for because I think for India, uh, I think this was the series where he make, made his emergence. This is the series that uh, uh, that Mayank uh, emerged onto uh, national and international consciousness. So I think to be and definitely, uh, definitely the Australians would have seen the footage of that New Zealand tour, where Mayank is always caught in the V between fine leg and uh, square leg and mid wicket. So he right. has to decide how he's going to tackle that strategy. Because somebody will definitely come against him with that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. he has to decide whether he wants to always duck till he reaches a particular score. Or he's going to attack everything. So, that is up to him. And it's in his mind space how he deals with that tactic. Exactly. Completely. Agree. Exactly. Yeah. And one the more. New Zealand tour, na, India was quite rattled by Neil Wagner's strategy. So, also, right. Australia has the firepower to do it also. They have a left yeah. armor also. So we have to see how they respond, uh, how the batsmen respond this time round. Hmm. Exactly. Uh, I think. Will Wagner and Kyle Jamison. Kyle Jamison. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, both. Uh, both of them. Even Tim Saudi was pulling a leg stump line. So like suddenly. Yeah. I think Tim Saudi one over. I, I remember one spell. He had seven fielders in the on on the leg side, and leg he had one slip and one uh, mid off. I guess that's it. And he was bowling from. Uh, around the wicket, targeting the pads, as you, as you said. So, that and like the fullest, uh, the fullest ball he bowled in that one over, Mayank hit it behind, uh, caught behind. So, like, they were playing mind games with our batsman, with the leg theory. Like. Right. But here's so, the thing. Got, Australia got rattled. I mean, uh, Neil Wagner is, is that sort of a customer? Yeah. Hmm. He rattles T. Smith in that series as well. So I think, uh, I mean, certain bowlers huh, mm -hmm. have, uh, have a way to rattle uh, rattle any any batting lineup. I think, uh, and I think Wagner is just that that high quality, uh, high quality, and also put any batting order under under duress. And I think India has has that sort of has a slightly similar uh, bowling attack as well. I think they have the the tools in them. I mean, yeah. uh, if uh, Shami, Bumrah, Ishan, these guys really can uh, can step on the gas very quickly. And here's the thing: I think even if uh, Ishan isn't fit, I would not mind having uh, a, a saying it uh, getting Mohammad Siraj to actually uh, take uh, make a test debut here because here's the thing: he yeah. has a fabulous first class record. 
Yeah, pink ball test will be a very good call because if he can replicate that performance of KKR, so right, exactly, legs, exactly. Uh, he bowls the length in that four to six meter uh, this thing, and the batsman has to commit to the stroke. Correct, top of off, and he is getting the ball to move both ways also. So and that's the a pink ball having a lot of lacquer and uh, whatever it should be helpful to the bowler. Right. and siraj uh, and also siraj i think uh, because of all the india experience he has he's also bowled to the likes of manas abushan and all these people he's bowled mm-hmm. against these guys he's uh, i think one of the very few bowlers in this indian team who's bowled to uh, to labushan especially in red ball cricket and done well against him I remember that spell that he had against that Australia A team, I think in 2018, uh, where it was a near full strength Australian team. Uh, uh, Australian team having like of Travis Head, Manus, uh, uh, Usman, Usman Khwaja, and all these guys. And <laughs> in one of the, in the, I think it was a two match uh, series, and eight for 59 in one innings in in the first game. so i think he uh, he's the sort of a guy who with a red ball will be a very fascinating operator because he he bowls those perfect opening lengths he bowls very good test match lines in length has good and with a red ball has good control over his pace and his uh, swing and the pace that he bowls yeah. he will not be a bad call if ishan to Not exactly fit. It won't be a bad call to let uh, to have Siraj have a crack at that Australian batting in uh, at Adelaide in the pitting ball. Yeah, I I completely agree. Or and there are two uh, specific reasons why I agree to that. One is the first day night test which was played, first ever day night test which was played in Adelaide between Australia and New Zealand. The p- bowler who caused the most pain. For Australia was Tim 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 Saudi and Mohammad Siraj is very much like a Tim Tim Saudi in the way he operates the lengths he hits the pace the kind of angles he hits the movement so you have the surprise package as well because no one has seen him in Australian shows before in the pink ball so I think he could actually cause the most damage than even a Bumrah and Shami who Australia could have. Yeah, very clear plans uh, laid out, and probably if they executed to even 75%, I think they could somehow play them out. So Siraj could be a trump card. So that is the point. But one more aspect I think which we forgot to bring up is post the first test, we, when Virat Kohli is won't be part of the squad. Who is going to take his spot at number four? Is it KL Rahul or are you going to read and give Subman Gill a go? Because I am kind of confused because both of them, I'm not sure. I think KL Rahul would do. I think would could be a better option than Subman Gill because when the ball is moving around, I agree with Abhinav as well that KL Rahul didn't. Didn't deserve uh, to be a part of the squad. Yes, far too many issues on the technical front, which get overshadowed in the 
uh, ODAs and uh, 2020 format with with flat flat pitches, small boundaries. So even a loose shot outside of some luckily goes over the slip. I think this uh, that uh, threat uh, that threat goes away. But in test matches, it's not going to happen. They'll be they'll come hard at you all the time. I don't think he's set for it. Subman Gill for sure has proved his worth in the domestic scene as well. But I want to get your uh, both of your take on who's going to be the number four or let's say number five if uh, Rahane pushes himself up the order. Somebody like uh, who's the person who's going to replace Cody in this team? Um, for me, I, I would go in with Shubhmangil. I would definitely uh, give Shubhmangil because I think, here's the thing, I think you also rightly just said KL Rahul, unfortunately, red ball exposes a lot of his flaws. Red ball test cricket exposes a lot of the flaws that uh, that he has in his uh, technique which, uh, which, which get hidden in the ODI and T20 format. So I think, uh, and plus here's the thing, Shubhmangil has been a regular for India A. He's been regularly performing uh, for them. He's been regularly performing in the Ranji Trophy scene as well. He has been around the Indian team now for at least some uh, decent part of time now. He's been in that setup. He's uh, And if we, if we don't bleed, uh, blood him in now, I don't think, then I think uh, we might as well never blood him. And here's the thing. I mean, only if we chuck the guy at the, in the deep end, only then we can know how, uh, whether he's, he's able to swim or not. And this is the right time to just chuck, chuck him at the deep end. I would definitely go in with Shubhangil, maybe at number 4 or 5. Post, uh, post mm. Now, Manju, what do you think? You, you also yeah, I, uh, no, Gil is a very good prospect, uh, but I feel he should start batting a little lower down, like 5-6, and then he can move up based on uh, how he goes. Because Prithvi on New Zealand was a little bit, uh, you know, uh, edgy. So he did get that 140-odd, but uh, so newcomers, I think we can bat them a little lower down. But for KL Rahul, you know, this could be a golden opportunity. Uh, because if he gets in, uh, because there is an there's an interview of a 17-year-old KL Rahul, uh, taken by ESPN Sports Center, where he says that my ultimate aim in my cricket is to emulate Rahul Dravid. Uh, so if if he still has that career goal, I think there is no better opportunity that he can gear up and you know try to iron out his technical flaws and uh, give his best if if the opportunity comes. So it will be a good uh, it will be good because the reason they have picked him straight away parachuting uh, might as well now give him an opportunity to do the best he can. Uh, because age-wise, I think Kale Rahul is now 26-27. So, this is the yeah. time when a batsman comes into his peak. So, maybe this tour may decide whether he's up for tests or not. Uh, just like Rohit. Rohit is also much more seasoned. So, I think for both Rohit and Kale Rahul, it's a make-or-break series. Yeah, I kind of agree. Because if you have picked, picked Kale Rahul over some proven match winners in the Ranji circuit, right? Like uh, Priyam Panchal or uh, uh, Ishwar, or for that matter, even Saxena, Jalat Saxena, that means you are looking at 
much more than just yeah uh, his batting i think they are looking at kind of a leadership uh, presence yeah. in the team he may not be the leader as such but a vice captain sort of a material because that's what he probably would end up becoming you know because you have uh, rahane taking over as a captain and probably kl rahul might become default vice captain default vice from not being part of the test team all this yeah. while last one year or so is going to be the vice captain probably and i think as i said if he comes in at two down or probably three down i think that's where his flaws could get uh, covered up the best if you ask me so because and, by uh, then the ball would get old so yeah not to see the previous, uh, if you see the previous dismissals of kl rahul Uh, it was when he was having a great uh, t20 time and uh, a test was a nightmare so he was going hard at the ball so i don't know if if it can be addressed these technical things then i think he can be a decent enough batsman like if he makes a conscious effort to tie down his shots and maybe better shot selection he can probably make it so let's mm. see because only thing about shubman gill is that he has time on his hands and he is still young so anyway if there is some freak injury rahul gets injured while playing football maybe gill will automatically make it in so, so you yeah. don't know stranger yeah. things uh, have happened before so mm-hmm. even england have banned football as a warm up sport till recently then they started again especially after they banned because rohit got in yeah rohit once had a very very bad ankle injury or something and india banned yeah. Uh, India banned, I think, uh, volleyball or something after you. Ah, yeah. Knee injury. Ha. And and yeah, uh, and speaking about football and stuff, I mean, uh, Ridhiman Saha's Test debut came off, came after yeah. Rohit Sharma tried on a, uh, I think, football. Right. Yeah, either football or medicine, something like that. Medicine ball or football while training. He fell down. There was on Twitter the Raman Lamba's finger injury happened, and uh, then Azharuddin got a look, and Sachin also played or something like that. So, yes. Yeah. That, yeah somebody. Yeah. Raman Lamba's injury, I think, saved Azhar's place in the team because I think. Yeah, Azhar's place. Yes. Yes. Because because Sachin had just come into the team, I think. Uh, right. And it was. Raman Lamba was being looked at as the other replacement, and uh, yeah, and other and thanks to that injury, other just got a, a slightly longer rope, and and uh. he made the best use of that rope. So I think that's the that's the entire Raman Lamba story, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think lot lot of uh, things come, and I think before. more than anything i wanted to end this preview episode with a very important and actually a very serious issue as well so there has been lot of uh, banter and and which is not a new new site for all the three of us here on colleagues to take a paternity leave and come back to, to india here. right in the middle of such a high profile test series so what i wanted to get both of your opinion on this now you have uh, even a year back you have many players coming out in open 
and uh, expressing their anguish and the how the sport takes a toll on the their mental and overall well-being of the body so you had glenn maxwell taking a break from the game and then you have person like abhinav mukund i'm not sure both of you have heard uh, 81 all over yes. podcast yes. absolutely mind blowing and very heartening to hear such a because he was the yeah. last indian cricket i don't know why he is not playing in india team but that's a different uh, debate and a different show altogether i guess on why tamil nadu players get such a bad uh, run for india but not deviating from the topic on and here what he mentioned is the toll it takes on the uh, on the body and the mind when you are not selected and the pressures of uh, of international cricket traveling so many days a year staying away from family so all those aspects so keeping all that in mind and the times we are in this uncertain times one bubble to another where when in ashwin's show on youtube he goes on to say that he finished the final on a tuesday yeah. and wednesday morning he was on a flight carrying even some of Australian, yeah, charter flight carrying some of the Australian players from uh, Delhi Capitals like Marcus Sanders, Alex Carey, Ricky Ponting because there are no domestic flights coming in allowed inside into Australia even now. So COVID is very much there. Although it's not spoken about much, people are trying to move on and live with the virus. But the fact is there are so many things happening. outside the cricket field and outside the two teams which are going to face off so how important is virat kohli's decision in your opinion and and how and is it high time that people also uh, start to get more considerate and and not get into foul mouthing and blaming anushka sharma or blaming family over the sport like all those countries it's actually very disturbing because we are not in normal times if you are playing in normal times back to back games probably virat kohli would have been questioned because uh, there was no need for him to go back to india but now with these times this so it's frustrating because there are people who rate him so highly and the same people mm. are uh, lambasting and they're uh, bombarding with all sort of wild content on yeah. social media on even tv channels as well not only social media so i just wanted to end this uh, preview to the india australia series with getting your both your opinions on this issue and to add to this i would say somebody like even mohammed siraj it's very commendable of him not go back to india yeah. On the, on the side demise of his father because we, he is not playing in the limited overs version. So the first game, if he gets selected for the pink ball test, is uh, 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 almost one uh, a month away, December 17. So he, he could have well gone back to India and come back, but he decided to stay back with the Indian team. So these aspects, how important it is, and how would you like? i don't only people in social media or fans i would say experts 
commentators, former former cricketers, present cricketers as well. If you are not playing for India and Australia, do you think they should have come out in support, or they should have at least given that take on this issue? If not support or not backing Kohli's decision, so just want to end this on by covering this uh, big big issue actually, and I am very personally. Before I hand it over to both of you, I am actually happy with what Kohli has done. He has set the right, uh, right, right president by saying that yes, it, it it's extremely important to captain and play for India, but certain things in life are are uh, above the game. So this, in this, in his opinion, was a much more important thing than captaining India for India in Australia. So I think he took the right decision. So I will just leave it to both of you. I think Abhinav, you can you can give your closing comments on that. Uh, he's uh, taking the call to go back home uh, to attend to his uh, to wife Anushka Sharma, who will be delivering their first baby. And I think it's a good uh, important for. Uh, I mean, what a lot of these so-called fans. Various social media platforms and all. I don't. I don't think they're fans. They're basically uh, 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 numpties who uh, supposedly think they are the custodians of the game when they are nothing more than uh, yeah, they're nothing more than faceless uh, uh, dummies. So I think what they need to realize is that players are also players are also human beings and they and players also. Uh, uh, and like every human being, they also have a family they, that they have to tend to. They also have the right to enjoy the uh, the fun moments of their lives. I mean, during birth of a child, I think one of the special things that any person shows, uh, and uh, at least for this pandemic, is more that also that you need uh, someone. You need to have somebody to go back home to. And need and of the necessity to enjoy the small moments and these precious moments of life. So it's it's a good thing. Well, it it uh, should never be a. Uh, uh, I mean it uh, because it's Virat. It is obviously a point of discussion, but that needs to be respected by everybody because I think it's a huge thing that uh, it's it's. Really uh, important that uh, that a player has taken this sort of a stance that they want to keep, uh, they want to attend to their personal as well. And look, I mean, for all those people who are raising the uh, the compassion with MS, MSD, MSD's uh, daughter was born in the middle of the World Cup. So and and they're both different personalities. They both see life in a very different sphere. So I think it's pointless to compare situations. Uh, we, can, uh, we need to appreciate, uh, congratulate the couple, wish them good health, and wish their baby, uh, their soon-to-be-born child, good health. And the and that uh, we can never have any even a trace of rancor uh, for what uh, for the fact that Kohli is pulling out of the first after the first thing because he does. He has earned that line of credit at least on that front. Mm. Well put, yeah. 
yeah, Manju, your your thoughts on this 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 issue, and I would actually want to know what you think on probably what I I uh, asked as in uh, former players, current players, commentators, experts. So I completely agree with Abhinav's point that the so-called custodians of the game and etc. the aka the fans on twitter facebook insta so basically social media platform they are just out there to get their 2 2 yeah. or 20 seconds of fame so you should not take them extremely i won't say you should not take yeah. them seriously at all you should take certain yeah. sir, uh, people's views very seriously rest is just with this waste of time so keeping them aside Uh, uh do you think that the cricket community should have come out in at least uh, uh more in this issue because i have not heard many people speak about this in any direct way or even a, in, in a indirect way i think justin langer was the one who actually praised this by saying it's very yeah. uh, important i don't i think when shane watson tweeted saying that it's actually a good move but i don't see a eruption of support or people who are not happy with this because it's not any any player it was any player who was as celebrated or as decorated as 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 virat kohli i don't think we'll be even uh, discussing this here actually because it's virat kohli and what importance his spot means in the indian team and the uh, Uh, overall outcome of the series as well most likely so from that angle i i would want to know that what did you expect and has that happened or not as far as this this uh, point goes this issue goes now as far as the trolling is concerned you know there is a, the people of a particular view they far outnumber the others so hence you know even if we have a contrary view most people choose not to voice them because for fear that like now suppose if harbhajan or someone comes and comes out and says something again they will be judged and they will be trolled in the same vein so most of them have kept their distance but if you put this into perspective uh, see if you miss a match you can always see the highlights in the evening or at the night or again the next morning but few live events they have no highlights so it is something which you have to be present and there is no harm that you can be present there so i see nothing wrong in his choice and in fact uh, many cricketers former cricketers may not have had this uh, like the luxury or the luck you may say but hence for the board also should take an understanding attitude towards whoever is expected to uh, be a dad so i see nothing wrong in taking paternity leave and i think we can always come back for another series he, he's not that old also so all those things can wait so at this moment uh, the new arrival takes precedence over everyone so i think we should give them their space that is the least we can do so i think to finally end this episode i would if we had to predict the outcome of the three series just by looking at the scores and uh, and keeping the fact that we had a very highly competitive IPL, so you know what each player has done in their for their franchise. So keeping these factors in mind, 
So if I I had to put both of you on the spot now and ask for series score lines, like first the ODIs, then the T20, then followed by the Test. So what would it be? So I would give my predictions. I am going for two. I think two one in India's favor in the ODIs. 2-1 in favor of Australia in T20s and uh, 3-1 for Australia in test matches. I think India may win the one game, or probably the 10-8 test is what I feel. I don't think they have it in them to challenge this Australian team with the likes of uh, Labuschagne, Smith and Warren and uh, and uh, Warner back. So this is my scoreline prediction. So, what is your prediction, uh, Abhinav? So, before we end this episode, uh, I would say two-one to India, maybe in the T20s, uh, just about sneaking through. Uh, hmm. Two India in the ODIs as well, and I think it'll end as a, a two-all draw. Two-all draw. Okay, interesting. Okay, okay. Manju, what what's your your what's your prediction? Uh, see, the white ball series can go either way. Uh, so that is, I'm not sure of both. So, but I feel in T20 we can have Australia two one, and ODI is India can have two one. Uh, whereas tests, I feel India have the firepower to win it three one. But let's see, uh, a few things have oh. to go right. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's a very interesting <laughs> prediction because lot of things has to go right. For India yeah. to win three, uh, but uh, in <laughs> yes. the three red ball games basically, because uh, pink ball, I'm not very confident of our batsmen coming after a long break. So let's see how it goes. Hmm. Yeah, for one thing is for sure is it's going to be extremely yeah, eager and well fought series, competitive series, no doubt. I don't think there's going to be a even a single dull one-sided affair for sure in in this series. So. And on a personal front, I would want. I'm eagerly looking forward to seeing how, as we had discussed earlier as well, some players who have performed well in in uh, Australia, how they how they can uh, probably replicate that in this series, like a uh, Pujara, Bumrah Shami, how how they bought in a Test series, even Ishan Sharma if he's fit, and then someone like Atrajan. Like really get a chance. The prospect of watch seeing Natarajan from one end and Jasprit Bumrah from other. I think no one would want to miss that. So I am really looking forward to many things. I think we definitely should catch up in between. I think between the yeah. T20 ODIs and the Test series for one more episode. It was really great to get a varied perspective. And I think on a Many points where I also wanted to get somebody else to voice it out, and it happened in this episode where we brought up the extremely good performers in the IPL, not getting selected, extremely good performers in Ranji Trophy cricket getting overlooked year after year, series after series. So a lot of points which keeps running in my head. I have put it down in many of my articles as well in the past. And it was great to hear it from both of you as well. So, on that note, I would say again, thank you for being part of this uh, 
episode and looking forward to more in the in the coming days and months thanks a lot raghav thank you thank you so much thank you thanks bye bye yeah.